You are listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter, new episodes every Monday, Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Siren Sounder Podcast, Hockey Podcast Network, episode number 50, the big five. Oh, we are officially the old person of podcast episodes and podcasts, I guess. If podcast ages are measured by their episode numbers and not the years that they've been, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're old. Bottom line, uh, how y'all doing? Kind of a loaded question, right? Probably at your house though, right? That's that's nice. Just hanging out. And you're listening to something. So guess what? I'm going to keep putting these out. Uh, give you something to listen to. Every Monday, Thursday, you got this. Just keep keep remembering that. You have this. And life goes on. Um, a lot of stuff, I mean, I guess. Some stuff to talk about. Some storylines to go. I do want to let you all know. I have some cool guests lined up for the next uh, you know, couple weeks at least. So um yeah, we're going to we're going to keep we're going to keep doing it, man. We're going to keep doing it. Uh, I'm going to get to talk to some cool people, talk about some different stuff. Um oh, new thing, new thing, show, new new uh whatever you want to call it. So in addition to, you know, tweeting me at SS Kane's podcast on Twitter or emailing if you're 95 years old, uh sirensounderpod at gmail.com, you can also now call or text the show. Uh, if you call, I'm not going to answer. I'm sorry. I'm not being rude. It's just how it's going to go. Uh, you can leave a voicemail, though. And I can play it on the show. And that's cool. So you can be a part of the show like that. Um, and you can you can just send it a text if you just want to submit a question. So save this number in your phones. Siren Sounder Podcast. This is our phone number. 912-REPRESENT-289-7882. Again, 912-289-7882. You can call that, leave a voicemail if you want it uh, played on the air. You know, be sure you leave your name and everything if you want to. If you don't want to, that's also fine. Um, you can use one of those voice changer things if you want. Uh, ooh, I could do that. I could do that on my software. Change everybody voice, everybody's voices uh, for fun, for my own amusement, not because they requested it. Uh, or you can text it, and I can read whatever it is on the air. It doesn't have to be... Uh, a question. It can be whatever you want. If you want to, you know, just like you're, it's like you're texting me or calling me. Um, it's like you're calling me, but I have your contact set to do not disturb. So it just goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the kind of relationship we have, but Hey, you know, sometimes that's how it, that's how it be. Um, let's see, getting into some hockey stuff here. Uh, obviously with the season postponed, um, there's some issues that come from that. And I think it's, it's, some of it is the same issues we might be facing kind of in our lives right now. I mean, I can tell you that, um, my time at work, you know, it's, it's getting a little shakier. I work for a small company, um, and we're having to cut back on some stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I, 
it's harder and harder for me to find hours and, and, and get paid. You know, I'm used to a 40 hour work week and, um, it's getting harder and harder to do that. So it's, it's a hit financially. Um, you know, so if you're an advertiser, hit me up, pause for dramatic effect. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, but not really, honestly, if you are, that would be cool. Uh, but all you support the show, you know, support the show, uh, because I need you to, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it gets rough out there. Um, but with the season shut down, you've got a lot of people whose jobs are dependent on, you know, that season happening. And this wasn't a lockout type situation where it's like, Hey, just so you know, there's no CBA. We may or may not have a season. Hopefully we do. But if we don't, you know, there's going to be no season. At least when that happens, you can kind of plan for it. Um, and it might still suck and, and put a lot of people out of jobs, but um, you you kind of saw it coming. So you had time to like prepare, find a another part-time job or something to kind of mitigate that loss of income. But in this scenario, uh, I mean, we all knew it was happening, but we didn't think it would affect us to the level it has at this point uh, for sure. And it really happened in a matter of days. Like, we went from not really thinking about it at all to all of a sudden, last Thursday, uh, you know, everything happened so fast. <laughs> everything happened so fast. Things got shut down. Or last Wednesday, I think it was, when it really started. Um, so that's how quick you can just go from, you know, normal life to, oh, we there's no job for you anymore. Like, you just got taken away. And... You know, I mean, I could go on for this for a while, but the fact of the matter is there's a huge portion of people um, of middle-class America, which is most of America uh, in Canada and, and what, whoever else, you know, wants to include themselves in here. That's cool. Jump on in. Um, that live, essentially, I know this, this phrase is tossed around a lot, but basically paycheck to paycheck, man. And it's not fun. Uh, and I know that there's a million things out there that say like, oh, well, you just need to get better at saving money. Well, you know, you have to live. You have to live somewhere. Uh, I mean, I guess you could live like in a, in a public restroom or something, but no one wants to do that, and nor should they for sanitary reasons. Uh, so you need shelter. That requires rent or a mortgage payment or something. That's guaranteed. You got to have insurance and don't even get me started on health insurance. It's a mess. Uh, but you know, car insurance is expensive too. You got to probably have a car, um, which if you, it's like if you don't have a lot of money to spend on it and uh, you want a reliable vehicle that's going to be able to get you to your job and back, you don't want to buy a, you know, $1,200 beater and it breaks down every two weeks. Uh, so you, a lot of people are going to have to take out a loan for that. You got car payments if you're like me and you just graduated school recently in the last few years, you got student loans, or maybe even in 15 years, who knows, I'll probably still be paying those damn things off. Um, you know, you got to pay for your phone bill because you need a phone in life. Like, you, it's becoming a necessity. Um, you got, you know, your utilities of your house, your power, all this stuff, man. Let me tell you how much that adds up. I don't think a lot of people understand that there's a lot of people that those expenses alone, and then you got to pay for food and and, uh, yeah, too, a lot of people go out to eat too much, like, you know, eat out too much. I'm not even talking about restaurants. I'm just talking about like buying every meal individually like that adds up. But even if you're going to the grocery store, you know, I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month. Like, so you add all that up and that is pretty much a lot of people's incomes and it's not really possible to save money. What am I going to save like $10 a, a week? 
And at the end of the year, I have $520 now. Cool. That'll get me through eight weeks without work. Come on. What does that even mean? Um, there's definitely a lot of people that aren't living like that don't know what it's... I mean, they should know what it's like because I feel like everybody's been through that at some time in their life unless you just grew up incredibly wealthy and had everything gifted to you. Um, but, you know, that's not a lot of people. So everyone should know what that's like. But for some reason, once we advance beyond that in our financial lives, we we forget. <laughs> and that doesn't make sense. But anyway, soapbox down. Um, that's a lot of people. And a lot of those people are working at these arenas in the NHL uh, trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do when the season says it's canceled. And it's like, oh, there goes all that money. I mean, it's we're not talking about like, $10,000 a person here, but I mean, it's, it's thousands of dollars, um, for the people affected. It was a whole month of games and, uh, you know, maybe you're a server or something. You got to account for all the tips you would have gotten to, especially in this playoff crunch. Like everything's going to be busy. Uh, a lot of people are going to be coming. A lot of money's coming through. It's a, it's a, it's a big loss. Um, and there was a big question about what the heck's going to be done about that. Well, uh, the good news is, uh, the NHL, you know, with hockey in general as a game usually is surrounded by really good people, which is great. It's one of the things I love about it. Um, and you've had a lot of owners and, and uh, management step forward and, and say, like, hey, we're, we're going to make sure all our part-time, you know, arena staff and everybody who was working behind the scenes that's not a player or on the, the team's payroll, <clears throat> excuse me, from a, like a, a gameplay standpoint, uh, is, getting, is getting paid. Because it, it's like... It's an emergency, dude. Like I don't, I don't really care what your philosophy is on this. Like it's an emergency, and and you're basically telling people, hey, I know you're expecting next week to get paid for the rest of the season, but it's done. It's done now. It's like firing everyone, but for no reason, and they were doing a great job. <laughs> like that would hit anyone, any one of us out of the blue, and if we just lost a job like that, it would definitely hurt. So, um, definitely doing the right thing, I think, is to make sure that those employees get paid. Plus, look at it this way: you were going to spend that money no matter what. You were. The, the games were going to happen. Like, that was the plan. So your plan was always to spend that money. So it shouldn't... I get it. If the season res, if and when the season resumes, you know, you, you need those people, so you're going to be paying them twice for it. But, like, look, you were expecting to spend that money right now. And the hit... I mean, it's not like these people are getting paid $50 an hour to work concessions and... Uh, bartend and work all the the retail shops and and set up and break down everything and and parking staff. It's not like they're getting paid, you know, fifty dollars an hour. It's not like it's a huge, huge payroll expense. I get it. It's a lot of money. I mean, I'm not acting like thousands and thousands of dollars isn't a lot of money. If I got thousands of dollars showed up on my doorstep, I'd be like, woo, that'd be cool. But like, the fact of the matter is that payroll expense is is a very small percentage of what's going on in the business. And if the business needed that for something they they deemed vital or necessary, they wouldn't blink to spend that money. So it shouldn't really be that much of a question. These people working these jobs, I mean, they're so underappreciated. It the the game day experience doesn't happen without them. Like what do you, imagine go, otherwise you're what? Going to see like an adult league game, you know? I mean, you get in the door, and I guess you got a place to sit, but then that's it. There's no in-game anything. There's no people, you know, giving away things. There's no there's no food. 
There's no drinks. There's no eye shops. You know, there's no kiosks around. There's no events. There's no t-shirt guns. It's just you're watching a game. And then the buzzer goes off for intermission and you just sit there. <laughs> and then time goes on. Um, imagine that. It wouldn't have, like, it, the NHL wouldn't be a, it, it, it blows everything up if you don't have that stuff. So these people are, are vital. Um, and they really deserve to be taken care of. And I'm glad that, for the most part, teams um, have done that. The Hurricanes announced that they were going to... Um, you know, make sure all their part-time arena staff was paid for uh, the remainder of the home games that were supposed to take place. Um, and they also committed to donating, uh, you know, all the food that was supposed to be made for those games that now no longer will be needed, which is great too. Um, uh, the Hurricanes are just a great organization. Um, I think Tom Dundon is a really good guy. Uh, I know there's like a crusade against super wealthy people, but as far as super wealthy people go in the world, I think Tom Dunnan is a, is a good one. Uh, he's got good ideas and look, the dude's still trying to make money. All of us are everybody out there every day is trying to make money. Um, but he's not going to, he's not trying to make his money by taking advantage of others. He, he makes his money by finding good people and getting the most out of them. And that is, that is the right way to grow any business or brand or anything. Um, and so I, I'm honestly proud to, to uh, be a fan of the organization. The way they handle stuff is great. Uh, and the players are chipping in as well. And the important part of that is nobody asked the players to chip in. They were going to pay these people. Like, Dundon is cutting that check, the, the large majority of that check. And I think some of it's also coming from the Carolina Hurricanes Foundation, which I don't exactly know what parties are involved in that. Um, but, you know, credit to that foundation in general. Um and the players also kind of said, like, hey, we would like to chip in, too. So it's a voluntary thing, which I think is fantastic um, and speaks to the character of those guys in the locker room. They don't have to do that, um, but they are. Uh, and, and that's just great. I'm, I'm really happy with the way the Hurricanes handled it. Like, good for them. That's, uh, that's a great thing to do that they didn't have to do, but probably should be doing, you know? But, like, again, nobody has to give anybody anything. So... The fact that they did it, it was like, that's a good deed, you know? It, it, it might seem, and I, I agree with this too, that it is like a necessary thing to do if you're a business uh, for those people. Um, but, you know, it, it was also, it's also still a, a good deed that you're doing. Um, now, elsewhere around the league, uh, it's, for the most part, the same thing, uh, except for a few places. Well, one, this came out in Florida and I want to talk about this because this is insane to me. Um, the Panthers, Florida Panthers, never announced that they were doing anything. Sergei Bobrovsky stepped forward and said, I'm going to give $100,000 um, to all those employees to contribute to, you know, taking, making sure that they're taken care of losing all this income. Uh, and then other players stepped forward and said, like, yeah, we're going to match that. And that money will go to the employees. Um, and that's great and good for them. Uh, and then management comes in and says, yeah, so this is what we're doing. Our players are going to contribute, paying all those people, and whatever's left over that needs to be paid, we're taken care of. Hey, what? Oh, but you own the thing. Huh? What? I- imagine this scenario. L- let me, l- let's go ahead and do this. And now it's time for Zach's Rant of the Week. Tune out now. You've been warned. So most of you have jobs, right? I'm sure. 
um, hopefully, if you're of age to have a job. Imagine, okay, you work for a company. Imagine that you're like a, a manager, basically, and you have, I don't know, like 50 people working under you. And you like those people. They all do a good job. You're happy with all of them. Uh, it's a good work environment. Like you, you enjoy working with them and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Imagine something like this happens to your company and all of a sudden, just for no reason, not for performance based things, not for anything that was like an expected thing coming, uh, just because of a random catastrophic event, uh, none of your employees below you can work. Uh, but you're guaranteed your salary no matter what. But they're all paid hourly. And you're like, oh, what are we going to do? These people are going to, you know, go hungry. <laughs> like, we got to figure out something for them. And then you look, you wait for your company to pay them. And they just go, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, and so you go, okay, well, uh, I guess I have enough money to kind of put some aside and, and donate it to them. I guess I'll pay them. And all the employees are like, oh, you're so awesome. Thank you so much. And then your your employer, the one who owns the company that you're you're working for, <laughs> says like, cool. Oh, uh, yeah, it's really nice of you to do that. Um, and, you know, whatever whatever's left, whatever 1% of the expense is left, I'll chip into. You'd be like, but what, though, because of how everything works <laughs> huh you're the owner man you're the owner why am i taking responsibility for your employees like yes they 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 help me directly do what i need to do but i don't pay them i'm not doing that i might submit their payroll to you to write the checks but they get paid by you so why would why would i pay them I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do, I think, and I have the means to do it, so I'll do it. But you have more the means than I do, and you're looking at me doing that and not saying, whoa, 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 that's a fantastic gesture, but you don't need to do that. It's it's my responsibility to pay my employees. I'm going to take care of them, and if you want to contribute, you're more than welcome to, but I will take care of it. Instead, they go, yeah, no, no, that's fine. You can take care of it. Uh, even though it's my company and I own it. I think that that is the weirdest, the weirdest thing ever. I can't believe if I, if I am, a, you know, a, an owner of a sports franchise that has the type of, you know, net worth that these guys have, uh, I, I couldn't look at, you know, my players that work for me, basically, uh, paying my part-time workers, which the, the salaries need, like the, that that amount of money needed to pay those people out through the rest of the season is so small in comparison to even one player's salary on your team for the year. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's really not a big deal in the grand scheme of what you're spending. And again, you were going to spend it anyway. It was going to happen. You were going to pay those people. So, you know, worry about the later on stuff later. But right now, like, let's pay those people, man. I can't imagine being that guy and seeing my employees contribute to other employees, their incomes, and me with more money than them being like, it's fine. Yeah, do that. Yeah, cool. All right, well, that solves that. Like, what is what is wrong with you? <laughs> That's just the weirdest thing ever to me. So Florida, what are you doing? But good for you players. I think the Flames did the same thing. The Flames were like, we're not paying anybody. And the players were like, well, but we, well, yeah, but that's not going to, we don't want to 
look like that. So uh, I guess we'll pay them. And the owner's like, okay, that's fine, but we're not going to. Uh, shitty. Don't do that. Uh, don't be that kind of person. That's not cool. Uh, and then you've got, uh, I think it was Buffalo. And forgive me if I get any of this wrong. I don't, you know, I'm not an expert. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure this is correct. Then I think you had Buffalo. And from what I've heard on this, they said, hey, we're not paying anybody. And then everybody was like, what? You, you got to pay people. And they went, all right, all right, all right. Look, we're going to pay them for canceled games. And at first, everyone goes, oh, cool, yay, you're doing it. And then you you read the fine print on that statement, and you go, oh, but it's postponed, though. So, And they're like, yeah, so it's not canceled. When it gets canceled, we'll pay. And it's like, but what if they never officially cancel it until, like, months? And it's like, well, I mean, I don't, I, it could still happen. Like, you know it's not going to happen. <laughs> and, if, and, and also, if you're... If if the games get can I get I guess I get it a little bit because it, it means that there won't be like extra games you won't be paying double. Um, but if the games get canceled, then I don't remember where I was going with this. Anyway, <laughs> my that it's such a dumb thing that my brain just disintegrated thinking about it. Um, yeah, maybe I'll maybe my brain will maybe my train of thought will start back up and circle around the tracks to where I needed to go. Uh, but right now, I honestly have no idea where I was going with that sentence. Anyway, Buffalo, what are you doing? Added to the list of what are you doing? Um, and then we've got Winnipeg, who was like, you'll you'll get paid when we get paid. And we're like, I mean, okay, but you have millions of dollars <laughs> of a safety net. And these people have negative $5. Like, Jim in... You know, Jim at the bar there has got negative $32 in his checking account. Uh, and you're telling him that, yeah, we're not paying you because we're not bringing any money. Yeah, but you have the money, though. And we come right back around to, you were going to pay it anyway. <laughs> so you have the budget. It's there. I know it is. Because if it's not, you should just quit if you're that bad at, you know, of a business model. But also, it's... you. No business is operating with like a zero dollar buffer, you know, like where if they get one thing wrong or if they have to pay over one thing, they're like, oh, we're bankrupt now. And you're, you're probably talking, I don't know, what do these people get paid? Let's think about it. Let's think about if the average uh, part-time person's salary is $20 an hour, which you let me know if you work at the arena. I'm pretty sure it's probably lower than that. Um, but let's just say $20 an hour and let's say they work for, I don't know, for, let's even give it five hours on a game day, which I feel like is a lot. Uh, it's probably even more than that though. Uh, we'll call it six hours. So 20 times six is, um, $120. So $120 a person. And let's just say there's like, I'm really estimating here. Let's just say there's a thousand people. So 120 times, no, there's not a thousand people. That's probably ridiculous. Let's say there's 500. So 120 times 500. <laughs> so uh, $60,000 uh, per game, which sounds like a lot, but think about it. There was like, what, seven home games left? Not even, maybe, I think there's seven. So $420,000 is what was left for that. Um, dude, $420,000 to these organizations, that's nothing. Their total operating budgets are like hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. 
So $420,000 is a shitload of money, okay? Which is why I'm saying let's not sweep it under the rug, the fact that there are owners ponying up and saying, yeah, write the check, pay them, you know? Uh, that's a lot of money. Let's even call it half a million dollars. I don't know. And, and these numbers aren't exact. I'm not saying this is what it costs. I'm just trying to get a somewhat of a rough idea. Um, that's less than the salary. That's like, that's like, <laughs> that's like a paycheck for like a Sebastian Ajo. Like a paycheck. <laughs> it's like all these people's for the rest of the year. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, and you had it. So the Jets were like, yeah, no, not paying them. Sorry. And then that's it. Like they just, and then everyone was like, oh, you guys are pieces of shit. And then you get that enough. And they were like, hey, guess what, everyone? We're going to pay you now. And it's like, yeah, we bullied you into doing the right thing, I guess. It's not cool, but, uh, good for you for doing it, I guess. Uh, and the only team I know of that's like not come out and said anything so far and basically just like sweeping under the rug, like it doesn't exist is the Boston Bruins, um, whose owner is like really one of the wealthiest owners out there. And like, look, I'm not trying to wealth shame anybody, like make your money, do your thing. Uh, and you know, I don't think that it's a problem to be a super wealthy person, but it's a problem to fuck over people who you need, you know, these, you need these people. So don't fuck them over. And if you have the, if you, if someone's been loyal to you, you know, these people show up to work, they do what needs to be done. They've been loyal to you and your company and you can't do what you need to do to make money without these people. So you need them. You need them as much as they need you. You know, they need you for a paycheck, but you need them to have anything to make money off of to give them the money to pay them, you know? Um, so for the, for, for them to be that loyal to you and then need you to do something for them and you to just say like, no, I'm not doing it even though I easily, easily could. And that's not an argument that you easily could. It's not an argument. Um, it's just you being stingy, which is whatever. Like it's your money, but just understand that you're kind of being an asshole. Uh, and emphasis away from the kind of, you're definitely being an asshole. Anyway, that's how that whole thing goes. I just think that's crazy. Um, and I'm glad that the Hurricanes are, are doing what they're doing for those employees. That was a 26-minute conversation on one topic. Talk about filling an episode, man. I'm killing it over here. Um, one more thing I want to talk about, I guess, since we just went off on that for forever. And let me know your thoughts on that, seriously. Uh, if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, uh, let me know at SS Kane's Podcast or text that number, which again, 912 912- Two eight nine seven eight eight two nine one two two eight nine seven eight eight two. Save it. Put in your contacts. Text the show whenever you want. Call the show whenever you want. Leave a voicemail. It can be played. I'll read it. Whatever. Or if you don't want me to, that's cool. If you just want to communicate with me, all well and good. You can do that. Just make sure you put in there like, hey, please don't share this on the air or whatever. I won't. Um. Cool. All right. Next topic. Um. This I want to talk about is a proposal. A player's proposal I saw on TSN um, <clears throat> via uh, Frank Saravalli of how to resume the season. And this is real interesting to me, and I want to know your guys' thoughts as well, so text, call that number, let me know what you think on that. It would be, the proposal is, training camp begins in July, late, or, uh, late July, okay? So you got training camp there. The season resumes in early August, playoffs in September, Draft in October, the October I said, Sifarn. Uh, and then the next season starts in November. What the fuck? That's crazy. Um, let's break that down. Okay, 
So July, you get yourself a training camp because obviously we basically have an off season right now. Um, this is basically the off season uh, past, you know, the Stanley Cup award, uh, whatever the word for that is, uh, when they give the Stanley Cup away. Uh, so you got months off. You need a training camp for your players, so you figure a few weeks for that, same as it is in, in the preseason, or even an expedited one I think is fine, but uh, you're not going to get good hockey if you just jump back into games. That You can't do that. Uh, so then August is when we're talking about um, games being played here, and we've basically got a, a month left in the season. It's It's, you know, three to four weeks. So if we're in August, let's say it starts... The season would start, you know, August 3rd, which is that Monday. Let's give it uh, four full weeks before the season's done and we're ready for playoffs. So uh, August 24th is when that would happen. That means playoffs are happening through the last week of August and September. If you do a full playoffs like normal, I mean, those usually start in April and end in early June. So you've got, um, you know, it's like a month and a half. So you're talking about being done with the playoffs in like the second week of October. Um, so like October 9th is Stanley Cups out, which the season, the next season should be starting. And then you're talking about an off season of, you know, a few weeks in October. You do the draft during that time, which is a supreme rush for these guys. And they didn't even get to finish scouting all the junior, can- <laughs> junior, uh, you know, everything below the NHL is, is done. Um, and canceled, canceled, like it's not starting back up. Uh, and then you're talking about starting a new season in November, which I would assume would be like late November because give a big of a break as possible. I mean, are you going to have a four-week off season? Isn't that, I think that's crazy. I think what you need to do, if you're going to, if you are going to resume at that time, then I think what you need to do is have a shortened playoffs. Like, and look, I don't, I don't like any of this. It sucks. It's not a good situation. I, I want to, everybody wanted to see just a regular season. It doesn't feel the same if you win it. Like, if you won this year, it would be like fantastic. You'd be happy about it, but it wouldn't feel the same as if you won it just in a normal season, uh, for sure. Just like if, you know, who I forget who won the cup during that shortened season in like 2012. Uh, I don't remember who that was, to be honest with you. But I imagine it feels weird. You're like, we won, but. It wasn't like a full season. It was a half season and then playoffs. Um, But here's what you could do to shorten the playoffs. An idea. Uh, And I'm not saying this is a good idea. It's just an idea that could happen. What if we took, in each conference, we left the standings as they are. Like, you know, so finish the season. Whatever. Cool. Take a few weeks, finish the season. Um, And then the final standings, we take the two wild cards. And instead of doing wild card one versus, you know, the second best division leader and wild card two versus the best division leader, what if we gave the top two seeds in each division a bye? And the, the, we did it this way. Wild card one plays the best third seed of the, out of the two divisions and wild card two plays the second or the, yeah, the second best uh, third seed. Sorry, the best third seed out of the divisions in a best of three. So right now, if the standings were frozen right now and we were done and everybody played the same amount of games, imagine that. Um, it would be um, Pittsburgh versus Columbus in a best of three and Toronto versus Carolina in a best of three. Then whoever wins that best of three moves on and plays the number one seed. Uh, the, the better of them, well, no, no, yeah, yeah. So it would be like the same bracket. 
So whichever division you played in, the other one goes on to play the one seed. Um, and you could do that one best of five if you wanted to, but you could just go best of seven. It'd just basically just be halfing around. Like it would be uh, taking half a round out, getting two teams out quicker. I don't know that that would work. But that's an idea. <laughs> Again, I didn't say it was a good idea, okay? Give me some, cut me some slack here. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that actually would leave six teams. So, okay, well then, what? then we have the twos play each other. <laughs> or you have the twos then play, that's what it would be. Okay, so ones get buys, okay, till the, till the semifinals. Weird, I know, but bear with me here. Wild cards play the three seeds, and then, you know, two teams get eliminated, and then the winners of those two series play the two seeds, same way, the better one against the whatever. Do it like they used to do, where they reseed everyone. And then, four teams are out, and then the winners of those play the division leaders in the semifinals, and then the winner of that, and from now, from there on out, it's best of seven, and then the, uh, the winner of those, you know, go to the Stanley Cup and play. It's probably a really stupid idea, but at least I'm coming up with ideas. What have you guys done? Sitting there judging me in your car or with your headphones on on your couch being like, that's a fucking dumb idea. Well, what's your idea? You know? Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't want to see that either now that I think about it. But it's an idea, and that's all I'm trying to do is come up with ideas. I'm trying to think of stuff. What are you doing? Complaining? Cool. Text me. Call me. 912-289. I already forgot the rest of the number. Hang on, I'll find it. Give me a second. To 912-289-7882. Call me, text me. Uh, is that a dumb idea? Is it a good idea? Are you indifferent? Do you care at this point? Are you trying just every day not to pull your hair out from anxiety and, and freaking out about everything? I should put that on a poll. Are you A, is it A, a good idea? B, a bad idea? C, you're sitting in the corner pulling your hair out? <laughs> I bet you the large majority would say C. Anyway, what are we talking about anymore? If you know me, you know that by the time we get to this part of the episode and I start talking about nonsense, it's time to wrap it up because my brain is just running a hamster wheel right now. I don't know what's going on. Uh, stay tuned the rest of this week. Not the rest of this week. Next week. See what is going on. Next week and all uh, guests uh, galore. I don't want to, I, I, I kind of want to make it at surprises, you know, when I got some people coming on. And also waiting to confirm some stuff. So I know who's coming when. So I'm not going to promise you some person's going to be on at a certain time. And then they're not. But uh, it's going to be cool. So stay tuned. And I'll give you guys the, the uh, opportunity to post some questions to these guests if you want to. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not Andre Svechnikov. But wouldn't that be cool? Uh, yeah. All right. Well. Take it easy. Stay inside, I guess. Uh, you know, don't sneeze. If you sneeze, you know, lock yourself in a room. Uh, and uh, just enjoy life. Signing off until whatever the next one is. Monday or something. See ya!